So that was 71? 71. The 72... 72 was the 71, wasn't it? The 72... Would that be right? 1X, was it? Was that, that was first, wasn't it? There was a G-spec as well, wasn't it? Oh, that, that was like the... In, in the 7... 711 also, we started off uh, with inboard front brakes. Right. And all the testing in South Africa and everything, they were okay. And then we came back to England here and Ronnie was drove the car for Frank Williams at Brands Hatch. Right. And he broke a front drive shaft. So I always remember Robin coming to me and saying, you know, he said, what do you think? Well, actually, you know, sort of in light of Jochen's accident, I said, I don't think we can risk it unless you know, you know, why it broke, because it was in the dam and it was, it was just an odd situation. Right. So there was not the knowledge around to understand the damn things, you know. No, quite why it would break and the car that Frank had I think I think it was a new car as well mm. so there's, there was no reason there's, there was no obvious reason and it, it it always you know it upset me with Jochen's accident that it had happened previous race meeting uh, to John Miles was it? That's right. In Austria yeah. now you know for me uh, that would have you know, sound warning bells, but but yeah. without that, you know, without proper knowledge of the damn things, um, we couldn't risk it. So no. we we took them off, and we it just went to our. But luckily, it was it it was easily available, you know, to get yeah, the best you know, yeah. things like that. And and I think it was the right decision. The only thing I actually do wish is that I I sort of wish I. I sort of kept a set of parts that we just chucked in the bed because somebody could have had an original 711 exactly. out there instead, <laughs> instead of almost original. Absolutely. So that went on from yeah. there. But then the year after, of course, we, we start off with Nicky Lauder. I was going to say, so then we're into the Nicky Lauder yeah. year on. And um, that was, was interesting because obviously Nicky wasn't, he was a young guy that had, you know, just got a hold of a, a lot of money to yeah. go racing. However, he got, and it was, and even he knew it was, it was, it was dodgy. He said, "If I don't pay the money back, I'm in, he's uh, in jail." Right. <laughs> so, um, that was, it was interesting. It, it was another interesting season. Not right. very. How did you feel about Ronnie leaving and going to Lotus? Well, that was, that was 73, wasn't it? Yeah. Getting a bit ahead of ourselves. Um, so it was Ronnie and Nicky Lauder, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't actually blame blame Ronnie for doing that. I think it was a good move for him. I I think March hadn't hadn't really looked after him, you know, like they ought to, because it was uh, there were politics, and, and I think that March could have looked after him. You know, or yeah. and done something, but it, you know, by continuing on with the the cars that they had, the they were 
they, you know, they did it wrong. Like you know, when they did that 721X with the Alpha gearbox. Yeah. You know, like back to front day. So these days it's all the rage, but in those days it was way out. Yeah, absolutely. And once again, working with Alfa Romeo was not easy. This was Auto Delta that yeah. they worked with. And so that wasn't easy, and you know, which was a, a total disaster again. Um, I think I think one of our last races with that was probably at, oh, I forget where the circuit was now, near Waterloo in Belgium. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nevelles, was it? That's right, once, the one only used once or twice. Yeah, um, and the car was a you know, disaster there. I think it was Nevelles. Mm. It, it, it certainly wasn't a car that would excite you anyway, and so then they did we we go from that to the seven two one G, which was a Formula Two car with yeah. extra extra side tanks on it, which had some potential if it had been properly done, maybe. But it was all it it was was all done in a, in a hurry again yeah. and I remember Ronnie was was running extremely well at Clermont-Ferrand until the rear anti-roll bar came and became disconnected whether it was my fault or a nut in, in breaking in half an hour which had happened actually with some early cameras, but you, you never know. It was more than likely me. Uh, <laughs> and Surely not. But, but up to that happening, he was you know he was going extremely well. Maybe that was the circuit that actually suited it though. Yeah. And and so from then on, we we never did you know sort of very much for the car. We ran it as a race car, but that was all really yeah. yeah. so. So, I have no great happy memories of that no, I don't blame season. You. Yeah, and at, at the end we lost we lost Ronnie anyway. Mm. And so, and also there was there were, was was a lack of, of development and and sort of energy, you know, sort of going into the Formula One by then. Mm. I think. What do you think that was? Maybe it had it had all run out with the seven two one. X car or whatever yeah. it was because you know a lot of effort had gone into that and it, it just never worked mm. we in the season we'd, we'd also gone back to a normal gearbox on that mm. gone back to, you know up to Hewland so it was it, it it was a messy year extremely messy year and if you know it didn't like it at all did you? No. And, no and so maybe by the end of the season, everybody was was a, everybody actually knew it was a messy year. So yeah, so it wasn't much impetus sort of going on. It was no bit of down sort of yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, we'd we'd had some good you know good people there, even like Harvey Postlewaite and these guys, yeah. which you know uh, was excellent. And they were good to work with, but they were limited on, on yeah, and maybe there was a limit on money. I don't know. Always pay my wages. And Fair enough, isn't it? Yeah. Did the money at the end of the month or at the end of the week? Yeah. So what was the seventy-three car? It was a, a seven-two-one. 
Jew once again. With, with that funny nose. Yeah, with the funny nose. Uh, with, must have been with Jean-Pierre Jarier. Right, okay. Uh, but I think only one car. Right. Because at the same time the company was doing Formula 2, Formula 3, what else? What else? There was lots of stuff going on, wasn't it? Formula 4, I think, and was it? sports cars also. Must yeah, have yeah. Do with the BMW engine. That's right. So, yeah. so there was a lot going on. So, yeah, yeah. So all this was happening. So the How many people had been in the, in the whole company at that point? Quite a few. Must have been. Yeah, I suppose it'd be 50 or 60 people, yeah. but, but, but it wouldn't be certain on that. No. Because a lot of the workers would be seasonal anyway for you know for assembling cars only, and, right? And you know the good ones are those uh, would be dragged off in, 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 into various race teams anyway. Yeah, so, of course. Um, but actually, with Jerry, it, it was it was a lot more compact. Uh, we were almost you know sort of back to the Formula Two days in a way, mm. and then there were. Only a couple of mechanics and a, and a sort of manager with us, who, who was Peter Briggs, I think, at the time. Right. Um, yeah, that's right. There was well, two mechanics and Peter Briggs, mm. and so we we did a lot of races and like that. I liked it. Was good to work with Jerry. He was he was quick. Yeah. Uh, but the car wasn't really up to him. I don't think it, it, a lot of it. Mm. Um, and. Then uh, there was another car built up for David Pearlie. He, he, oh yes, he also raced. But then, while all this this was happening, we ended up with uh, with Roger Williamson in our car mm -hmm. for Zandvoort. And unfortunately, Roger was killed. He must have. Uh, Roger must have been in the car for Silverstone as well, because you know, I don't know how all this. Yeah, how the deals came about. Came about, but I remember Roger actually walking back to me after the big shunt on the start line at Silverstone. Yes. And Roger came back and said, I think I broke my bloody toe, he said. And he, he was like, he was a nice guy to work with. And, and with, you know, with hindsight, I often look back and think, I wish he'd broken his bloody leg. Yeah. Because he, he then wouldn't have been at Zandvoort. So, um, you know, this is this is what happens and that if if only and you of course you know, you look back on these things and Roger was a nice bloke. He'd he'd sort of been around March for a while anyway. He was a nice guy, a nice guy to work with and and you know, unfortunate for him the you know, tire at Zandvoort yeah. let go, um there were all sorts of arguments about it, but I had photographs of the tile with the hole in it. Right. And these days, you know, they might have stopped a race, but, you know, in those days, yeah. they carried on. And I, I spoke to one of the drivers, and I said, well, why didn't you stop? And he said, well, he said, you, he said, you come round and you... He said, you think the next time round it'll be something happening. He said, and you come past... And nothing's happened again. He said, and you, you know, you realise that it's too late. Yeah. Um, it's the only one that actually made any effort. There was Holm, I think, 
he he sort of drove along, you know, right along in front of of the pits, and it, he was waving and doing a few things. I think so. Yeah. And of course, David Purdy got out of the car himself. And yeah, and he tried, tried to, to help. help. Yeah, so that. So I think the next race after that, uh, March. Actually, ran the car for David at Monza. Right. Or what? In and around that mm. extra time. So we looked after the car for David anyway. He, he offered me a job there for the, the following year in full 5,000. Oh, yeah. And he said, How much money do you want? And when I told him, he said, I don't get that much. But, <laughs> but then he, he was running around a Ferrari Dino and, and you know. He, he never had to pay for anything. No, of course not. It was his father, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. So I thought, this is a bit one-sided here, David. Yeah. <laughs> but he was a nice, you know, he was a nice guy as well. Um, so it, it sort of... We ran the year out and then it, at the end of that year I left. I, I oh, did it at the end of 73? 73, I must have Right. Because I, I was offered it offered a job of a shadow anyway so uh, they offered me the job there for 72 and I I, I was happy with March oddly enough and I you know I just didn't want to go but they said uh, oh we want a chief mechanic you know at shadow and, mm. uh, will you come and so I said yeah at the end of 73 end of 73 yeah. right. so it it was a decision you make in life that, that I think every decision that you make is the right decision. Even at, at, at hindsight, you might say, oh, that was a stupid thing I did. I did that wrong. But I, I think we're all... There's no way of knowing. It's, it's all mapped. And, and, you know, if you didn't make a, you know, a, a sort of doubtful decision sometimes, you never know what the right ones are anyway. Yeah, there is that. Of course, and so so I've been offered you know sort of jobs and things with people, and you think oh, I should have taken that as a mistake. There's the other situation. I always remember once when I worked for Shadow, I'd had enough after Dijon, and I'd had some words with the manager, and my wife Marcy was there, and she said, "Well, you don't have to put up with that." I said, "No, I don't." And I went looking for him to tell him what he could do with his job, and I couldn't find him. And if he'd have found it, if I'd have found it, yeah, then things would have been different, you yeah, know. Of course, sort of totally different again. Yeah. But and 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 I've been offered a job actually, Dijon, which would have had me in America probably by now, or or not. I I, I might have hated it there or yeah. whatever. So there was there was always that situation. And the good thing was, you you you, you know, you were being offered. Sort of other jobs. Mm. Obviously, you'd fool the people again. <laughs> they probably <laughs> thought, oh, he's good. Well, thought you were better than you were. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas a lot of it is is you know just being with the right driver, mm. and just you know yeah. just circumstances. That of course. I right place at the right time. I sort of thought this from an early age, but especially when I came to England, I thought there's some good mechanics out in the in the teams here, and also. With the independents, yeah, but they're probably very good mechanics, but they're not going to get anywhere because they've got nothing in the way of a driver, right? 
Yeah. And that happens. To show off their works. Yeah, 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 yeah. No matter how good they are, mm. if the driver's mediocre, everybody thinks they're mediocre, yeah. and that's wrong. Yeah. Whereas the other way, if the driver's good, they think you're good, and that's wrong as well. <laughs> well, the time. Yeah, yeah, but it continues yeah. on. Yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I think a lot of it is, you know, that happens, mm. and I know I've, I've, I've always, always believed that. I, I've, I've never thought I was any good. I thought there are a lot of people out there that are good mm. who, who will never get recognition. Get but I, yeah. I think you get that in all works, you know, walks of life. You'll get people. You come upon some people that are totally useless, and you think, well. Or, you know, you think that happened to you. How did he get the job? Exactly, and they get, seem to get on as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. They move on and yeah. up, and you think, no. Uh, actually, motor racing is, is quite good at finding them. It's this. And you know, people I've, I've worked with over the years, I've had a good laugh. Um, we all have about, hey, look, he's, look what he's doing now. And, you, know, you can't believe it. You can't believe yeah, exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This, this happens. Yeah. So who were your drivers for '73 then? And was it what was what was it like leaving Mars? You didn't sort of mind too much, or no, no, I was. Had you had enough sorts of? Yeah, I was happy to get away. Um, and so the the drivers for '74 must have been '74, yeah. Um, Peter Revson. Oh right, yes. And. Who was the other driver? Was that a bit later on? Jarrier. It was, yes. was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah because, because I remember, remember Alan Reese came to me at, at one of the meetings and said, he said, What's, he said what is Jarrier like? I said, he's good. And I, I don't know why this happened, but uh, you know, they took him off. Yeah. First year was there. That was their second year because the the first year they had George Palmer. Palmer. Yes. And did they have Oliver? Or was that later on? No, that, we only had Oliver for one race. And that was after. Did it? After Revson was. He was doing Can Am stuff as well, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. He was out of Formula One by then. Yeah. So, isn't it funny how it isn't that long ago, but. <laughs> Obviously not burned into my memory. You, you'll have to look this up and edit it in. <laughs> yeah, that's not <laughs> um, Yeah. Unfortunately, when, you know, uh, Rebson was killed, um, in its own way, that, like, a, a lot of, of these, you know, these sort of things ought to have been avoidable in that yeah. we'd... When we were building the car up, uh, one of the mechanics came up to me and said, he said, he had a part of the car, and he said, what do you think of this? I said, oh, not very good, is it? He said, no, I don't think so either. So we we took it up to, up to Tony Southgate, had a talk with him, he said, yes. And I said, he said, I redesigned it. We had the parts redesigned and manufactured, but not on the car yet by South Africa but, but but after Brains Hatch we'd we'd actually gone to South Africa for testing with a spare set of uprights that had, 
had all been, I mean, crack tested and everything, and yep. we put those on the car for the test. So we, you know, uh, we had an inkling that it, 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 it wasn't actually good enough. Right. And yet, after a, a short period of you know time there, that's what happened. We mm. had a had a failure in the front suspension. Right. With hindsight, you know, it wouldn't have happened, but then lots of things wouldn't happen with hindsight. Right, that's right. So that was, you know, and so Revy was, you know, nice guy, easy, easy to work with, mm. and he appreciated what you did. This was, was also good with him. Yeah. I always, you know, thought he was nice. We weren't. Um, so in a couple of years there, I'd lost a couple of drivers, which yeah. was, was a little bit of a way. Never, it affects me in a, in a way. But I, I I always always remember you know talking to Roger Hill after Sevier was killed in America, and so Roger said, "Well, he said they you know it's their risk. They put themselves in the car." Yeah, he know said, about it. He said, and he's he said they've got a lifestyle that you know we can only dream about. He said so. That's the risk, and, uh, and of course he was you know, dead. Right, that's another thing, typical New Zealand attitude, I guess. He just, well, <laughs> that's it. Mm. And you know, and you know, you can do nothing about it. once it's happened. No, it's right. over. You yeah. can you can think about it, you can analyse it, and you think what I ought to have done, or you know, but you can't. You, no, you, it's not going to bring it back. No, and then, of course you know, just the year after that was. Tom Price was killed. Oh, that, right. Uh, yeah. That's right. It was a year or a couple of years later. Yeah. But um, Tom was killed. Now that was an accident that was just so bizarre. It was awesome. it was unbelievable. That's right. We we you know we went through some hard hard sort of times yeah. there. Yeah. But you you carry on. It's just you know that's what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. And in sort of those days, it was all, almost par for the course, unfortunately. Yeah. But it. It was a pity the nicer guys were, were you know, were full. well, I, I wouldn't want anybody to fall by the, the wayside, but the ones that, you know, that did. did were nice people yeah. anyway. What was Tom Price like? He, he, he's a great guy. Was yeah, he? Yeah, just a great guy, Tom. When we, we, we first went with him to Goodwood for some tests, and he said, and his father came with him, and he said, I've never had the mickey taken out of me so much in my life, which is what we did. That's what we were good at. Yeah, we were, we were good at that. You know, the whole team was, was really good at that, <laughs> at, at Shadow. Um, because, you know, there was a good bunch of people there. Right. And it was just like, yeah, young Tom turns up. And then we knew what he was like. We knew what he was capable of. Yeah. So it was just a... It was a fun exercise to have him on and that yeah. sort of thing, and, and I, you know, he enjoyed it. But he was always—he also had an extremely good sense of humour, and everything was a laugh to him as Excellent. well. So it just so he joined in perfect for us. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was—you know—he was just great all the time. But that was, uh, you know, actually more of a tragedy in some ways than the other because he. He sort of hadn't actually made it, you know. Whether he would have made it mm. completely, you, you never know. But um, there were some dealings also too that that you know he wasn't happy with. They wanted to 
swap him with Ronnie from Lotus. Oh, right. There was, you know... Then it, when was this? Back in 75? Must have been in... in yeah, yeah. 75 so, was a bad year for Lotus, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they... And, and so they, there was... There was something going on. We didn't know all about it, no. but there was something happening. Right. And, you know, they could easily deny it, of course, these days, but... Um, Tom knew about it, and, and he wasn't happy with no. it. Because he was seen to be quite happy with us. No, I thought, the, uh, looking back on it, the show was probably better cover than the Lotus that were running at that point. Oh, yes, it was. the 72, yeah. and how yeah. old was that? Yeah. The, yeah, because we, you know, we actually, we could have had some good races uh, with the Shadow, especially with Jerry A. Oh. But in, I think our, our first race in Buenos Aires had each other off. The, uh, one guy went across the corner and... I think and, you're right. And... And the other, but in the, the year after, in in the first day of practice, there, Jerry Jerry was on pole uh, by over a second. Right. And, and so he never went out the second day's practice, and nobody got near him. Wow. And, and then on the way out for the warm up lap, he did the Cranwell opinion in the pit lane. Oh. And we'd, we'd actually fitted a new one the night before. And it just... And then when we, you know, get all the bits back to Hill and they say, it's been made from the wrong spec material. Oh. And, uh, Talk about salt. And you think, how does that happen? How yeah. does that, you know, just obviously actually billet of wrong material get out there? Yeah. You know, how does that happen? Just one. God, so, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, so that was unbelievable. Yeah. And the next race must have been after after San Paulo. He's he's about you know thirty seconds in the lead there, and the meeting unit seized up, which had never ever happened before. Always remember the race where Fagiri comes up to me when the race is on, because we you know we sort of all knew these guys. And, and tomorrow comes up, and he said, he said. For Jaria, he said, you need a stopwatch. He said, for the others, you need a calendar. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Jerry was just warming it. And, and then the year after there was, you know, San Paulo again with... Actually, Nicky was in the lead. Jerry was catching him up about a second a lap. Right. He sort of could have hauled him in by the end of the race. And James Hunt went in into the barriers, actually backwards, and they had oil coolers on the yeah. back in those days. Right. Ripped all the oil coolers, then drove back on the circuit and put all the oil down. Right. And before the flags were out, of course, Chariot arrives there and goes off. And the journalist rubbished him for that. They yeah. said, oh, yeah, well, well. And, and I always, I, I forget who I, I was talking to. It was either... Either Dutson or the Andy Merritt, and they said, "Oh yeah, yeah." When I witnessed it, he said that that you know, he 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 said had the flags out. So I said, "Who is?" He said, "Here's the guy. He's the he's Gus, you know, some other journalist." Yeah. And he said, "He he said you saw Jerry I go off, didn't you?" I'm not all. He said, "He said well, no." He said, "I said well." They said, "You're not." He said, "Yeah, but I was about he's about a quarter of a mile away." 
So that was their eyewitness. Which that's right, see? So, and that's what gets written down. That's what people yeah. read even now. Yeah. So that race was down to him because blah, blah, blah. But it, whereas, in fact, there was nothing there to warn him at all. No, no. And, and it just suddenly went straight off. And everything no was uh, stupid, you know. It, it wasn't, yeah, but it was written down in the papers now and in the books. It's, yeah. He made a bad mistake and went off and could have won it all. It's funny, isn't it? Things I remember saying also, I said, he was about the only guy that was racing out there. Also, he was, you know, he, he, he was right on. Yeah. And I reckon that was about the last time I actually led it, raced at Dijon, which must have been the which Grand Prix, mm -hmm. then he broke the input shaft into the gearbox, which was something else we hadn't had happen you know, before. So there's all, all these things yeah. happening that, yeah. that you know, you you catch up with them in the end, but in the meantime, they are you know, losing your races yeah, or, of course. or whatever. And yeah. he was well on the lead there. Yeah. But uh, he, he was a good racer. But I, I see something recently where there's, uh, there's a new movie out, <laughs> And he did all the stunt driving. Really? Yeah, so that, that'll be interesting. But look, I, right. he's, you know, he's sort of driven me across Paris in, in a little Simca that I had once, and I thought, I wonder why they have these traffic lights and things here when he totally ignores them all. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about those. Yeah, Marsh and I were sitting in there, I thought, I wonder if he drives like this all the time. And apparently he does, he does. You know. All those guys did. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So your first year at Arrows was... At the beginning, yeah, yeah. Right. I think we left there at the end of '77, and then went to Arrows. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was. And by this time, what was your position? Chief mechanic, and I went to Arrows as as the chief mechanic. But I was only only the chief mechanic for two races, right. and uh, then I went into research and development right. at, at back at the factory. Then. Mm -hmm. All time, so I did Rio and South Africa. Right. And 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 of course Ricardo led South Africa for quite a while. Yeah, absolutely. Went, but yeah. It, I think it was on the cards that the engine was going to go there. And that, in fact, he was hitting the rev limit on the down changes every time. Was he? Yeah. So, but it, it was a good race from nothing, you know, because mm -hmm. of you know their second race. Yeah, of course. And yeah. uh, actually Rio. We ought to, you know, you know, done a lot sort of better there as well, but we had had sort of problems with the uh, with the fuel pickup. So every night from the Tuesday night, I think we arrived, went and tested on an airfield. Mm. Every night after that, I had the engine the engine off the back of the chassis. Yeah. That was hard work. Yeah. And in the race, we had to bring him in and 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 stick some fuel in. I, I think he still finished ninth or something there. That was a disaster. Yeah, so after that, from hours, I, I was just back in the factory with all the you know, crash testing and the models. Did you miss going to the races after that? Yes, yes, I did in a way. Uh, but, you know, I, th I think you have to stop at some time. I, I think I'd have continued on racing. I, I, I sort of, that was, you know, at the time it was, it was, uh, it was the only thing that, that interested me. Yeah. But, um, then you get into the the you know wind tunnel work, which you know for me was boring. I, I used to never like that, but I I'm a um, 
I think all of us have, have some vandal in us, in us, so I like the crash testing. I, I, I really enjoyed that. That is, you, know, you can see results from it. The immediate test, yeah. yeah. And when we started off, we, 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 we used to do it all at Cranfield, and it, 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 it's nice and handy. And yeah. you know, they were organised and we were organised. Mm. So it, it sort of went from there. And not many late nights? No, you, 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 no, there, there were, were probably more late nights with the wind tunnel work, uh, which we used to do at the Imperial College in yeah. London. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you'd be down there for a week, you know, you know backwards and forwards. Um, that was a pain, uh, you know. But um, with the with the crash testing, you know, I, I really you know enjoyed that, mm-hmm. and you know. We, we sort of got involved very early on with um, with onboard uh, information retrieval and, and, and all those sort of things with, uh, with a company called Psycon. Because up to, up to then they had had some machines, but they were with tapes, which is a yeah. useless on a race car. Yes, yeah. they. The G force so they vibrate the head and things like that, yeah. But with the Psycon outfit, um, it it also makes you wonder about, you know, about our company whether we were in it for the information or for the money or whatever. Yeah. You just you never know. Yeah. I know I shouldn't say these things, yeah. but well, always right. always in your mind you I think why am I doing, why are we doing this? Yeah. Yes, you sort of wonder what the reasons are. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's it's a bit like you know things that happen at, at the factory once they had a, had some experts in for to you know to find out um, you know, what was wrong with the company or you know oh, right. uh, in personnel management and all that sort yeah. of thing and, and the end result comes out and you think well, why did they do this you know that you know, they could have asked us we could have told yeah. them. <laughs> there, were, there were some funny things that you did, but I couldn't tell you here, but I'll have to tell you later about right. some of the funny things that happened with that. And you know, they they called us in and actually groups, and we'd have to talk to the guy and his secretary. Well, uh, it, it, interesting people, you know. Said to me, I said, "Oh, your group was good. You talked about a lot. You, you know, you told them things mm. that, that they, that you know, they hadn't heard. Our group was useless." And think, well, why do these people go along to these things if they're not going to say anything? Of course, there's no point in going. Otherwise, that's right. Yeah. It was at the, you know, at the time we had a, had a manager in there. I, I don't know what his title was, but he'd he'd come from some other industry, and he was supposed to be the. He had all the. Was going to sort you out. All the bar charts and all this sort of thing and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It was really on the ball, but we still managed quite well without anything like that's right. That and all of a sudden there's you know this big disruption, but and of course that you know they don't actually stay for long. A lot of these that's right. Yeah, these people, but this happens and yeah. 